everybody, welcome back to the Preacher Chick Podcast, where we are reading the Bible together every day this year using the reading plan that can be found in the Bible app called One Story That Leads to Jesus from the Bible Project. And in case I haven't said it in a while, I am reading from the Christian Standard Bible. So if you're following along and wondering what version I'm using, there you go. Today we are wrapping up the book of Deuteronomy with the last three chapters and reading Psalm 64. So let's go. Pay attention, heavens, and I will speak. Listen, earth, to the words from my mouth. Let my teaching fall like rain and my words settle like dew, like gentle rain on the new grass and showers on tender plants. For I will proclaim the Lord's name, declare the greatness of our God. The rock, his work is perfect. All his ways are just. A faithful God, without bias, he is righteous and true. His people have acted corruptly toward him. This is their defect. They are not his children, but a devious and crooked generation. Is this how you repay the Lord, you foolish and senseless people? Isn't he your father and creator? Didn't he make you and sustain you? Remember the days of old. Consider the years of past generations. Ask your father and he will tell you. Your elders and they will teach you. When the Most High gave the nations their inheritance and divided the human race, he set the boundaries of the peoples according to the number of the people of Israel. But the Lord's portion is his people, Jacob, his own inheritance. He found him in a desolate land, in a barren, howling wilderness. He surrounded him, cared for him, and protected him as the pupil of his eye. He watches over his nest like an eagle and hovers over his young. He spreads his wings, catches him, and carries him on his feathers. The Lord alone led him with no help from a foreign god. He made him ride on the heights of the land and eat the produce of the field. He nourished him with honey from the rock and oil from the flinty rock, curds from the herd and milk from the flock, with the fat of lambs from Bashan, rams from Bashan and goats with the choicest grains of wheat. You drank wine from the finest grapes. Then Jeshurun became fat and rebelled. You became fat, bloated, and gorged. He abandoned the God who made him and scorned the rock of his salvation. They provoked his jealousy with different gods. They enraged him with detestable practices. They sacrificed to demons, not God, to gods. They had not known new gods that had just arrived, which your ancestors did not fear. You ignored the rock who gave you birth. You forgot the God who gave birth to you. When the Lord saw this, he despised him. Angered by his sons and daughters, he said, I will hide my face from them. I will see what will become of them, for they are a perverse generation, unfaithful children. They have provoked my jealousy with what is not a God. They have enraged me with their worthless idols, so I will provoke their jealousy with what is not a people. I will enrage them with a foolish nation. For fire has been kindled because of my anger and burns to the depths of Sheol. It devours the land and its produce and scorches the foundations of the mountains. I will pile disasters on them. I will use up my arrows against them, and they will be weak from hunger, ravaged by pestilence and bitter plague. I will unleash on them wild beasts with fangs, as well as venomous snakes that slither in the dust. Outside the sword will take their children, and inside there will be terror. The young man and the young woman will be killed, and the infant and gray-haired man. I would have said, I will cut them to pieces and blot out, blot out the memory of them from mankind if I had not feared provocation from the enemy or feared that these foes might misunderstand and say, our own hand has prevailed. It wasn't the Lord who did all this. Israel is a nation lacking sense with no understanding at all. If only they were wise, they would comprehend this. They would understand their fate. How could one pursue a thousand or put 
or to put 10,000 to flight unless their rock had sold them, unless the Lord had given them up. But their rock is not like our rock, as even our enemies concede, for their vine is from the vine of Sodom and from the fields of Gomorrah. Their grapes are poisonous. Their clusters are bitter. Their wine is serpent's venom, the deadly poison of cobras. Is it not stored up with me, sealed up in my vaults? Vengeance and retribution belong to me. In time their foot will slip, for their day of disaster is near, and their doom is coming quickly. The Lord will indeed vindicate his people and have compassion on his servants. When he sees that their strength is gone and no one is left, slave or free, he will say, where are their gods, the rock they found refuge in, who ate the fat of their sacrifices and drank the wine of their drink offerings? Let them rise up and help you. Let it be a shelter for you. See now that I alone am he. There is no God but me. I bring death and I give life. I wound and I heal. No one can rescue anyone from my power. I raise my hand to heaven and declare, as surely as I live forever, when I sharpen my flashing sword and my hand takes hold of judgment, I will take vengeance on my adversaries and repay those who hate me. I will make my arrows drunk with blood while my sword devours flesh, the blood of the slain and the captives, the heads of the enemy leaders. Rejoice, you nations, concerning this people, for he will avenge the blood of his servants. He will take vengeance on his adversaries. He will purify his land and his people. Moses came with Joshua, son of Nun, and recited all the words of this song in the presence of the people. After Moses finished reciting all these words to Israel, he said to them, Take to heart all these words I am giving as a warning to you today, so that you may command your children to follow all the words of this law carefully. For they are not meaningless words to you, but they are for you. they are your life, and by them you will live long in the land you are crossing the Jordan to possess. On that same day, the Lord spoke to Moses, Go up to Mount Nebo in the Abarim range in the land of Moab across from Jericho and view the land of Canaan I am giving the Israelites as a possession. Then you will die on that mountain that you go up and you will be gathered to your people just as your brother Aaron died on Mount Hor and was gathered to his people. For both of you broke faith with me among the Israelites at the waters of Meribah Kadesh in the wilderness of Zin by failing to treat me as holy in their presence. Although from a distance you will view the land that I am giving the Israelites, you will not go there. This is the blessing that Moses, the man of God, gave the Israelites before his death. He said, The Lord came from Sinai and appeared to them from Seir. He shone on them from Mount Paran and came with ten thousand holy ones with lightning from his right hand for them. Indeed, he loves the people. All your holy ones are in your hand and they assemble at your feet. Each receives your words. Moses gave us instruction, a possession for the assembly of Jacob. So he became king in Jeshurun when the leaders of the people gathered with the tribes of Israel. Let Reuben live and not die, though his people become few. He said this about Judah. Lord, hear Judah's cry and bring him to his people. He fights for his cause with his own hands, but may you be a help against his foes. He said about Levi, your Thummim and your Urim belong to the faithful one. You tested him at Massa and contended with him at the waters of Meribah. He said about his father and mother, I do not regard them. He disregarded his brothers and didn't acknowledge his sons, for they kept your word and maintained your covenant. They will teach your ordinances to Jacob and your instruction to Israel. They will set incense before you and hold burnt offerings on your altar. Lord, bless his possessions and accept the work of his hands. Break the back of his adversaries and, and enemies so that they cannot rise again. He said about Benjamin, the Lord's beloved rests securely on him. 
He shields him all day long, and he rests on his shoulders. He said about Joseph, may his land be blessed by the land with the dew of heaven's bounty and the watery depths that lie beneath with the bountiful harvest from the sun and the abundant yield of the seasons with the best products of the ancient mountains and the bounty of the eternal hills with the choice gifts of the land and everything in it and with the favor of him who appeared in the burning bush. May these rest on the head of Joseph on the brow of the prince of his brothers. His firstborn bull has splendor and horns like those of a wild ox. He gores all the peoples with them to the ends of the earth. Such are ten thousands of Ephraim, and such are the thousands of Manasseh. He said about Zebulun, Rejoice, Zebulun, in your journeys, and Issachar in your tents. They summon the peoples to a mountain. There they offer acceptable sacrifices, for they draw from the wealth of the seas and hidden treasures of the sand. He said about Gad, The one who enlarges Gad's territory will be blessed. He lies down like a lion and tears off an arm or even a head. He chose the best part for himself because a ruler's portion was assigned there for him. He came with the leaders of the people. He carried out the Lord's justice and his ordinances for Israel. He said about Dan. Dan is a young lion leaping out of Bashan. He said about Naphtali. Naphtali, enjoying approval full of the Lord's blessing, take possession to the west and south. He said about Asher. May Asher be the most blessed of the sons. May he be the most favored among his brothers and dip his foot in olive oil. May the bolts of your gate be iron and bronze and your strength last as long as you live. There is none like the God of Jeshurun who rides the heavens to your aid and the clouds in his majesty. The God of old is your dwelling place and underneath are the everlasting arms. He drives out the enemy before you and commands destroy. So Israel dwells securely. Jacob lives untroubled in a land of grain and new wine. Even his skies drip with dew. How happy you are, Israel. Who is like you, a people saved by the Lord? He is the shield that protects you, the sword you boast in. Your enemies will cringe before you, and you will tread on their backs. Then Moses went up from the plains of Moab to Mount Nebo to the top of Pisgah, which faces Jericho, and the Lord showed him all the land, Gilead as far as Dan, all of Naphtali, the land of Ephraim and Manasseh, all the land of Judah as far as the Mediterranean Sea, the Negev and the plain and the valley of Jericho, the city of Palms as far as Zoar. The Lord then said to him, This is the land I promised Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. I will give it to your descendants. I have let you see it with your own eyes, but you will not cross into it. So Moses the servant of the Lord died there in the land of Moab, according to the Lord's word. He buried him in the valley in the land of Moab facing Beth Peor, and no one to this day knows where his grave is. I think that's interesting because it's saying God buried Moses, and no one to this day knows where his grave is. It's very, very intriguing. Moses was 120 years old when he died. His eyes were not weak. And his vitality had not left him. So he was strong and virile and able. But God, God brought him to the end. The Israelites wept for Moses in the plains of Moab 30 days. The days of weeping and mourning for Moses came to an end. Joshua, son of Nun, was filled with the spirit of wisdom because Moses had laid his hand on him. So the Israelites obeyed him and did as the Lord had commanded Moses. No prophet has risen again in Israel like Moses, whom the Lord knew face to face. He was unparalleled for all the signs and wonders the Lord sent him to do against the land of Egypt, 
to Pharaoh, to all his officials, and to all his land, and for all the mighty acts of power and terrifying deeds that Moses performed in the sight of all Israel. Psalm 64. God, hear my voice when I am in anguish. Protect my life from the terror of the enemy. Hide me from the scheming of wicked people, from the mob of evildoers who sharpen their tongues like swords and aim bitter words like arrows, shooting from concealed places at the blameless. They shoot at him suddenly and are not afraid. They adopt an evil plan. They talk about hiding traps and say, who will see them? They devise crimes and say, we have perfected a secret plan. The inner man and the, and the heart are mysterious. But God will shoot them with arrows. Suddenly they will be wounded. They will be made to stumble. Their own tongues work against them. All who see them will shake their heads. Then everyone will fear and will tell about God's work, for they will understand what he has done. The righteous one rejoices in the Lord and takes refuge in him. All those who are upright in heart will offer praise. And we are done with the book of Deuteronomy. It's pretty amazing. Come back tomorrow for day 65 as we begin the book of Joshua. See you then.